Super Talk Mississippi media production. Come see the Boutique on Central in downtown Laurel for the best deals in women's fine clothing. Let us complete your one-of-a-kind look at the Boutique on Central at 531 Central Avenue in downtown Laurel. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio with us. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. And of course, you can always find us on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. But don't forget, too, you can watch good things. We are on your computer and your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. And maybe you were watching NBC last night. You would have saw our boy, Peyton Aldridge, who's from Cleveland, Mississippi, make it to the next round of the singing competition, The Voice. He's joining us today to celebrate. Congratulations, Peyton. I appreciate you so much. Well, I know we were all waiting, and I um, the battle rounds, if people aren't familiar with the um, with the uh, competition, how does the battle rounds work? So the battle rounds works. You go with, you battle against a partner within your team. And that's what we did. I battled a girl named Kara McKee from Rhode Island. And you had already done this because I know, like, things are pre-recorded. This isn't necessarily live. So how long ago did you actually do the battles? So I did all this back in June. So you've back been sitting June. on this, Peyton, for a while, uh, huh? Hey, I'm one. So if anybody's got some secrets, you can tell me, man, because I ain't got pretty good at tell, keeping a secret, man. I ain't ever kept a secret like this any time in my life. <laughs> okay, so how did you watch last night? Did did you know? Because the last time you were with us on Good Things, Peyton, was right after you got your chair turned and you joined um, Team John Legend. And you we didn't know when you would be on the battle rounds because there were several weeks. So have you been watching every week or did you kind of know tonight last night was going to be your night well they kind of shoot you they shoot you an email the friday before your audition airs and they just tell you they don't tell you how long it's going to be or tell you what it's going to be they say hey check out on this night so i kind of knew that it was going to be tuesday and but i didn't know it was going to be montage or how long it was going to be or anything like that so so and if people are familiar with the voice some battles you get to hear the whole songs others you just see who won it so we didn't get to see your entire battle which is okay i mean you still made it you know there's a lot of there's a lot of competition going on um so what was it like being on that stage having someone you're competing with but at the same time you were trying to also create a wonderful music moment so it's this weird idea of working together but against each other oh yeah so absolutely man the way i look at it is it's not a battle to me it's just a duet and it's just trying to compliment each other and just trying to be do the best performance you can do with each other and can instead of just kind of stepping on each other's toes like that and like I said, you become friends and family. I mean, these people are your family, and you know, and 
And uh, I'm just about just, hey, man, let's work as a team. Like I said, I'm a coach. so I'm, I know how important teamwork is, and that's what we try to do, and it just worked out. It worked out in your favor for sure, Peyton. So you're on to the next round, which is knockout round, I believe. Knockout round. Explain yes, to us what that will look like for you. Yeah, so the knockout round is pretty exciting, and uh, I can't really go into details about it. It's something new that never happened before on the show The Voice, and it's kind of a new thing that they're doing. And uh, you just got to watch it. This could be pretty cool. It's never happened before. So has this already been taped? Are you sitting on more secrets? I'm sitting on more secrets. <laughs> I'm, sitting on, I'm sitting on more secrets. So have you completely just drank water and milk and went to church since you got back <laughs> that's to right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, I don't know about, you know, just that's not all you've been doing. You've also been up and around in Cleveland. So the last time we were talking with you, um, there was a great festival going on in your in your city around that time. What's been taking up your time now and as you yeah. move forward before you end up in potentially the live where you'll have to go back and do the whole thing? That's right. So, like I said, yeah, we play at the Oktoberfest here, but I actually held my first concert in Cleveland uh, last Saturday night at the Lyric Hotel in Cleveland, Mississippi. Man, we had a great turnout. Uh, had almost 800 people there, and, uh, and it's just it was just incredible. And uh, I had a buddy of mine, Chris Boykin, open up for us, but now I'd had my first show with my first band, with my full band, and I was able to show the world and show my hometown some new stuff that we've been working on and play a bunch of originals. And it's just It was just a great time that I had. It was a great turnout, and I'm glad the town of Cleveland supported me like they did because it was just incredible. <laughs> I ain't never seen that many people around here in a hot minute. So what was it like walking up onto that stage, that moment? Did oh, you man, have well, any well, of well, the well, nerves? Yeah. Oh, that's my man. I don't ever freak out about anything. I just go with the flow, but. This first time, I guess it really hit home, though, you know, it's just like, I guess it's like, I played at these bars and played this other stuff, you know, people are coming here just to hang out at the bar, and it, and it's, I guess it was like the first time in my life I've ever, the people came to see me, so I think that's really what hit me home, it's just like, man, these people are here to see me, and it's just, it's just a feeling that I can't explain, and it's just, it's just incredible, and I'm just so thankful for them showing up, and all the people that bought tickets, and all the people that worked it, it was just incredible. So what do your kids think about this, or your daughter? I know you have a daughter. Yeah. What do they oh, think yeah. about Daddy, you know, now being on stage or sort of having this, this moment in the in the spotlight? Oh, yeah. So my, of course, my daughter, she's five years old. I mean, she knows what's going on. She loves music, and she just she just knows that this is what her daddy loves doing, and this is his job, and she just sits there, and she sits in the crowd, starts singing every song. She she knows all these songs better than all those other people out there, I tell you, because she hears it every day. So part of the oh, uniqueness, Peyton, of The Voice is the fact that you have an opportunity to get coached, right, by someone who's made it in the, mu- in the music business, kind of like you get to coach basketball players. Now it's your turn to be on the receiving end of, of advice. So had you ever had a singing coach or, I guess, help in that area? Is this your first sort of formal, hey, let's work on this or emphasize that or, you know, embrace? Oh, yeah. Or what? Is this your first experience of being coached that way? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and like I've never had, I've never done no vocal warm ups or I, I've never even heard of stuff like that. Yeah. I went through all that stuff, and, and, and it's just it's incredible, man, because there, there's so much more that you can do for yourself to get better singing and really to strengthen your voice. And, I mean, I never knew any of that. And, I, and it's just 
incredible. And it's no, and I, I used to get out there and just sing, you know. And and now the biggest thing that I've learned and it's really helped me as far as my writing and actually singing my songs is, is just you got to live in that moment and you've got to feel that emotion. You got to make the people that's listening be able to feel it through those lyrics instead of you just getting up there singing. So I think that's my biggest thing that I learned from getting coached is how to make a crowd feel and how to relate your lyrics to what you're really trying to say. So, I mean, I, I really appreciated that, and I really learned a lot from that. So you are sitting on your secrets because you at least have one more round uh, of yep. taping that's already been done, and then it would move into, I think, the lives or whatever. But are yes, you ma'am. in contact with your team or, or your coach legend or anything now? Like, how does how is that on the behind the scenes? Are you still getting pep talks or or, oh, yeah, um, we talk on a daily basis, you know, and like I said, I can, I can reach out to John Legend right now, and he responds right back. I mean, it's just, it's incredible to be able to have that bond, and like I said, they really do. Are your friends forever? And, uh, of course, I didn't know that I was be able to talk to John on a daily basis, and it's just incredible. I mean, it really is incredible. Well, do you know when the next phase will start? Is that next week, or do we have another week, or when can we I start mean, looking for you again on NBC? Yeah, so I know last night was the last round of the battle, so I know The Voice comes on on Monday and Tuesdays, and I'm not exactly sure when my episode will be on there. Well, we'll definitely keep our eyes out. I know you coach basketball. I'm terrible with my sporting things. What? Where are you in your season? So we're just now, well, we've been practicing, I mean, freaking all summer. I've been practicing for the last couple months, and which we're still in football teams in the playoffs. And so we got a bunch of basketball guys to play football. So now we're practicing with the guys that we have and just waiting on our football guys to get back. But now we got our first game, basketball game next week. So I'm excited to get back in that grind. Do they pick at you? Oh, do they pick at me? Yeah, the boys. Always, always, man. They always ask me why I don't come in here wearing my red jacket to practice. And they call me Mr. Hollywood. No, it's Boys are going to be boys. Boys are going to be boys. What's the mascot there in Cleveland for you guys? We're the Colts. We're the Colts. Bio Academy Colts. Well, if you make it to the lives, you'll have to rep a hat or a T-shirt or something for for your team there back in Mississippi. But you got a big team that's rooting for you, Peyton. We're looking oh, forward yeah. to it. We're so proud of you for making it. We're happy for you. You know you have the talent, but happy for you that you made it this far. And so I'm going to get all those secrets out from under you one way or the other, and then <laughs> we'll all be flying live together. How about that? Yes, ma'am. And I appreciate you all for taking time to interview me. I really appreciate it. And we can find you online everywhere, Peyton Aldridge Music, correct? Yes, correct. That's correct. All right. Until next time, Peyton, have a good day. Thank you all. All righty. You guys stick with us. We've got a lot going on on Main Street coming up next. I've cashed in all my yesterdays and all my tomorrows. Throwing all the eyes I could beg still if I what I wouldn't give, what I wouldn't do. Yeah, I trade in all my days for one more night with you. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Something 
many good things happening on Main Street and downtowns across the Magnolia State. So today we're highlighting what's happening downtown this weekend. It is brought to you by the Mississippi Main Street Association, and you can always go to msmainstreet.com slash calendar to get more information on upcoming events in your area. But this weekend, we've got a great one happening in Satillo, Mississippi. You've got the Scarecrow Festival. It's happening October the 28th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. you got food trucks and vendors and games. I like this. Pony rides and even a pet costume contest. That's going to be a lot of fun. The Satillo High School Sports and Clubs are coming out to provide games for the Scarecrow Festival. That's going to be fun for the kids. And then everyone needs to be at City Park on Saturday to bid on your favorite cake at the auction. All the proceeds will go on to the sales of Satillo Main Street Association there. And if you think if they're professional bakers, nope, these are the this is the hour for the amateurs, for all the people in the community who love to make bake make and bake cakes and pies. They're coming out for the great uh, cake off. So get out and enjoy that. You can find more information about the Satillo Scarecrow Festival. And don't forget the Scarecrow Contest as well on their Main Street Facebook page. But calling everybody in Startville, we've got a historic festival coming back to the Cotton District. It's the Cotton District Arts Festival and a Taste of Startville. Joining us here on Good Things to tell us a little bit more is Miss Mary. She's with Startville Area Arts Council. And we got Dave Hood. Hood from Dave's Dark Horse Tavern. Sounds delicious. Hey, guys. Hey, how are you? I am doing doing? well. I see this is coming back. So is this one of those great festivals that was put on pause for a word we don't want to say anymore and finally making (laughs) its return? Yes, we actually had it um, for the first time after uh, the word we don't speak of uh, last fall um and so this is the second year that we've had it uh post-covid so give us the rundown of what makes the cotton district arts festival so special we've got um several we've got 97 vendors um from local and regional areas um that are going to provide handmade unique um arts and um jewelry and quilts and we've got food vendors um, with the Taste of Startwell that Dave is going to tell us a little bit more about. Um, and then we've got music. Um, the Disco Stranglers are going to be headlining this year on the South Stage at 4 p.m. Um, we've got a pet parade in association with um, October Hall County Humane Society's fundraiser Halloween in the Park. And we also have a Children's and International Village. There's going to be something for everybody. Now, for those of us, and I'm going to ask this, and Mary, and and people are going to go, what? Where is the Cotton District? If you're not familiar with Startful, maybe you don't make it there every weekend for a ball game or whatever's going on, what's considered the historic Cotton District? Cotton District is going to be in between um, downtown Startful and uh, the university, so right off of Main Street. Um, basically, if you enter uh, University Drive, you will be in the Cotton District. What's the story behind the name in terms of co- where did it get its name, Cotton District? Is there a story behind that? So, yeah, the Cotton District is uh, considered a pretty historic area um, of Starville. It's a walkable um, community. It's a premier uh, college living area, um, and it was started by Dan Camp um, over 50 years ago. So we're... 
um, really excited this year. We're dedicating our South Stage to Dan Kemp, who unfortunately passed away due to COVID-19. Oh, man. Well, this is going to make a special comeback. I know you all have made it bigger and better um, than ever. And anytime I see a taste of and insert a Mississippi City name, you know it's going to be delicious. So, Dave, I'm looking over at your website, and I see there's a legend of Dave's Dark Horse Tavern. So I need to know about the legend. <laughs> it's a true story. <laughs> <laughs> they always are, right, I'm Dave? Like, I'm, excuse me? I said they always are true. Yeah, exactly, especially the size of that fish. So give us a little background um, on the Dark Horse Tavern. I've been open for 27 years. We uh, have New York and Chicago-style pizzas. We uh, do gyros, calzones, burgers. We grind, grind our own hamburger meat. Um, it's a, uh, it's, it's probably one of the most unique places in town, I would say. And they have great live music. Oh, yeah, we do uh, live music every night of the week. And we have comedy tonight. We have an open mic comedy tonight. So if anybody's listening and wants to come tell some jokes, it starts at 8 o'clock. You know, I'm going to put her on blast, but I think my sister-in-law and her husband come and do and and do your comedy night. You know, I won't I won't say her name in case, you know, she didn't. Share. <laughs> it's lots of fun. But it's a lot of I'm fun. Glad to hear that, though. Yeah, you, know, you can't there's can't be that many uh there that um that have the open mic night and I know they they definitely enjoy that. So, I want to know about the the fish that changed your life, Dave. Give us the give us the story of the legend. Well, I actually just asked a friend of mine to write write me a story that would make it vaguely Mediterranean. But I, the truth behind the legend is that I left him behind when I went on deep sea fishing. So he, he kind of the whole thing was making fun of me. To be honest, I had to edit out all the stuff that <laughs> all the stuff that made that that uh that he was bitter about not joining me on my fishing trip. Well, I think that speaks to the environment and the fun that people will have there. Okay, how does the A Taste in Starkville work? Because this is an opportunity, if I'm reading it right, that you kind of get a taste of all of the local eateries and things that are in on Main Street there, as well as maybe in the Cotton District. So how will all the restaurants come together to make it a tasty event? It's really cool. It smells fantastic. It's uh, There's about 20 vendors. Um it's right in the middle of the cotton district, in between the three stages. You can't miss it. It smells fantastic as you walk down the street. And combined with the uh, musicians and all the art booths, it really makes for a magical environment. Yeah, and this year we actually have um, two food truck vendors that are going to be located in on the east side of the festival. Um, so, you know, it's going to be great to kind of pull some more food traffic down towards that direction. Make sure the kids stop by the Miller's Ice Cream. That's always probably one of the most popular. Yeah, and one of the food trucks is Easy Street Brunch, so it'll be a great place to grab some breakfast. You know, Dave, we're ta- you know you mentioned the word that we don't mention anymore, which is COVID. If nobody's caught on to that, that not only did a number on people's personal lives, but also festivals that we so enjoy here in Mississippi. But more importantly, on small businesses, restaurants, particularly, how important is it for you know us to get back out? Remember our local eats, even though it's a year or so removed. I, you know, dates are hard, right? Math is hard when you feel like you've been living in a cloud for a while. But but still, to get out and remember that. They're there and to support them. Oh, it's huge! You know, uh, I'm, of course, I'm behind the movement of eat local, drink local, support live music. You know, so it's, it's real important for everybody. I felt sorry for the restaurants, and you know, I've been open 27 years. It, was, it wasn't as hard on me as it was on the people that just recently opened. So make sure you support all the, especially the newer restaurants too. 
And this would be an opportunity, right, Mary, to get out and in one place kind of get a feel for what's maybe going on in town that you aren't familiar with. Do you all draw people from big and large? What's sort of the radius for the Cotton District Arts Festival? Um, I mean, as far as our vendors go, um, we have people coming from as far away as Florida and Georgia, um, so and Texas even, um, and we always have. So that's really nice to have um you know, kind of a vision of what the festival scene is like as a whole in our nation. Um, so, and also just um, as far as visitors go, attendees, um, I think, you know, we have people coming from Tennessee. We have people coming from Alabama. So I think we have a pretty good crowd. You do. And, and the only thing's missing is me and you and everybody else in between to come That's out right. and enjoy it. And from what I hear, I think, I think state has an off weekend. Look at me keeping up with my, with my sporting yeah. things. And so you have no excuse not to get out and come and do something, um, a little bit different and, and a lot of fun. Where do we go, Mary, to get all the information, all the, the rundown of, um, musicians or anything else we need to know? You can go to, cdafestival.com All right. Where will you be, Dave, at the festival? Where will you be located? We'll be right right near the intersection of Maxwell Street and University Drive. You can't miss us. We're right by Ben 612. And you should stop by the Ben 612 as well. And if we pop in for the first time, I'm not getting on the stage to, to try to <laughs> my comedy chops at all. But if I was going to be a first-timer, what would you tell me to order? Uh, I'd go with either the gyro or the. Uh, or we're doing a wood fired pizza as well, and if you have a, if you're gluten, if anybody you know is gluten free, we will have a gluten free crust. All righty, I like that. I think I'd take the gyro though and sit back and watch amateur comedy. You couldn't ask for a better night um, than that. And if the McKays come in, tell them their sister in law said hello, Dave. The, the McKays. Yes. Okay. okay. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, I won't give out their first name. There can be a lot of McKay's in Startville, but they know who they are and they listen. So I have to give them a little wink for, for that. But Mary, I appreciate your time. I hope you guys have a great event this weekend. That's the Cotton District Arts Festival. But don't forget to, you can go to msmainstreet.com slash calendar at any time on any weekend and find out what events are around town for you. But you guys stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. <laughs> Don't worry, don't worry, don't do it. Be happy. Put a smile on your face. Don't bring everybody down like this. Don't worry. It will soon pass, whatever it is. Don't worry, be happy. I'm not worried. I'm happy. Upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Baby, lay on back and relax. 
You can watch good things on computer, your mobile device. You can watch it on Roku and Amazon Fire TV devices. You can also watch good things live on Seasmire TV. If you've got it, then we are on Channel 70 right next to the Weather Channel. And coming up tomorrow, that's Thursday, you got the Gallo Show kicking off at 6 a.m. in the morning. We'll be at the Mississippi Coliseum in Jackson on for the annual Mississippi Economic Council's Hobnob. This is the biggest gathering for movers, shakers, and playmakers from across the state. They're all coming to the central uh, capital area, and it's the number one gathering place for networking with statewide political and business leaders. Lots of folks going to be there, guys. And so if you want more information or you want to go, you can go to MEC. Dot .ms or you can just stay tuned right here to Super Talk from 6 to 9 in the morning and hear all of the great interviews. But something else that's setting up in the central area that I think everyone's excited about is if you're over on the Good Things Facebook group, you'll see I shared the fact they've been spotted that Jackson is welcoming College Game Day. Crews have already begun setting up in the parking lot of the Veterans Memorial Stadium. So Saturday will be the second time in 29 years the college game day will set set up shop at an HBCU. And so Jackson was the location. I think it's, you know, they had a flawless, flawless maybe, but flawless uh, homecoming weekend, lots of celebration, great spotlight on the city and the state. And so this is another, I think, positive um Hopefully a positive weekend for the capital city and maybe for some good uh, good football. If you've been over to the Good Things Facebook group, you'll see there's some more positive headlines. We always like the talking about a Jackson native. It's Mr. Keese, I think, Lamont. I may be saying his name wrong, but he was awarded a prestigious MacArthur Fellowship. And I love how it's um, considered. It's commonly referred to as a genius grant. How many of you got those? In your lifetime, nobody's a, nobody's passing out genius grants to Rebecca and Rhino. Well, maybe Rhino. He definitely probably needs one, but a genius grant for his stylistic writing. He is the, the MacArthur Fellowship. It's no strings attached. You always like to hear that when it comes with the word grant. And it was awarded to support of people, not projects. You also like that. And it's, he is stipend $800,000 paid out in equal quarterly installments over five years and he's already the author of three books and he's working on more and there's a really great write-up on him on supertalk.fm but the easiest way to get there is just go to the good things facebook group and read a little more but some mississippi writers are really showing out because there's another headline over there martin headwood he's of pascagoula mississippi he becomes the first mississippian it's how did it take so long to win the William Faulkner Literary Competition, which I think is um, is pretty cool. So the William Faulkner Literary Committee named Mr. Martin of Pascagoula the winner for the 2022 novel competition. His manuscript was titled Memphis. I love how they uh, describe it. The judges called it a Deep South version of Downton Abbey. Yes. I may not read it, but I need it into a Netflix special. So could, you could only imagine. So my mind, not knowing a darn thing about the book, but being a Downton Abbey fan, went straight to like the bouffant, like dresses and stuff. I think of Natchez whenever they open up for their um, pilgrimage and they open up all the historic homes and they have everybody in their in their whatever. Can you just imagine like that being, you know, a um, not so much a lifetime movie, but a soap opera. Like, that would be a perfect soap opera backdrop. Isn't that Gone with the Wind? Yeah, it is. 
<laughs> now that you say it. So that idea is already stolen. It did really well, too, didn't it? People kind of liked it. So I'm going to assume there's some tie to Memphis or something in there. I mean, that's what it was. <laughs> that's what it was. Uh, what it was titled. And so I'm just guessing, though, because I have I've seen exactly zero seconds of Downton Abbey. <gasps> that's not true. You've seen I commercials. Few, if any. You would not like it, but <laughs> <laughs> with the right lady in your life, you could muster through it. I think you wouldn't find it horrible. It's. It's good content. All I know is that it has Maggie, uh, Dame Maggie Smith from the Harry Potter movies. Sure. Never seen those. So we have two totally different ideas of what. <laughs> yeah, Dame Maggie Smith. Uh, what it should should look like or um, or should be. But I think that's really cool. So head over to the Good Things Facebook group. Take a take a look through and see all the good headlines um, that are happening within our state. There's a lot to be proud of. Rano, I recognize that you commented on one that I posted a while back. It was back in October the 18th, but it was a birthday celebration for Johnny's Drive-In there in Tupelo. It's Tupelo's oldest restaurant. They've just celebrated 77 years uh, back on the 17th of October. And you actually made a order recommendation. What, what do you get? Or what have you gotten there? Yeah, if you make your way to Johnny's Diner in Tupelo, out in East Tupelo, you're probably going to want to order a Johnny's Burger. It's dough burger style burger. Mm-hmm. Really good. Different than anything you're going to have anywhere else. But if you're just averse to the dough burger idea, then you at least have to get the hot ham and cheese. So I like this idea of ordering things that aren't the restaurant's staple that you would go for. Right. It's like it's on the menu, but it's not the MVP of the menu or the one that people flock there sort of for. So yesterday we were celebrating Greasy Food Day. If you missed that delicious rundown, it's also on the Facebook group. Someone mentioned Kiefer's, though, which is here in the uh, central area, really known for their gyros, their hummus. Their uh, Greek style fries, like kind of Mediterranean pita feta. pita feta, that kind of thing. Gotta get a pita feta. And someone mentioned their hamburger being like one of the best hamburgers they had ever had. And they served a hamburger. To which, it's where my husband and I we go. That we're gonna have a lunch date. It's usually somewhere we'll end up. That's one of the few places we'll end up. And he was, I never knew that they had a hamburger. We'll have to order it next time. So all that to say, what is an off, an on menu, because we've had the off menu conversation here on Good Things before, but where is somewhere that's the unexpected menu item where, yeah, you may go there and it's a pizza joint, but you really need to try this cold cut sandwich or, you know, whatever it may be that people usually don't vert to on the menu because they're there for which you think is sort of like the main event um, in that way. One thing that's coming to mind, there is a uh, Mexican restaurant, too, where in around. They have the best chicken tortilla soup. And who would order chicken tortilla soup at a Mexican restaurant? I don't know. Me? It is on the menu. I mean, it is tortilla. It is tortilla soup. I mean, it's very in line, right? It's but themed. Who, it's themed. But it's not something that you would – like if you say, hey, let's go get Mexican – 
you think, oh, yeah, I'm that's getting not soup. in the top ten of your list of what you're looking for. And to. I ordered it on happenstance because we it ended up being kind of like a second lunch, and I was just going for the socialization of it. Didn't want like something, you know, went for the margarita. Okay, <laughs> but it's not all you need to get when you go there. You need the margarita needs to land on something. So you had a liquid lunch. It just wasn't a liquid lunch. Yes. And I was like, oh, I'll get a, I'll get a bowl of soup. You know, you don't get salad at a Mexican restaurant. Like, it's that kind of like, you can get it. Anyway, it was awesome. I get it, like, not all the time now, but a lot of times. And I'll, now I'll, I will talk over something to it. But it comes with those long stripped tortillas that they make, I guess, the other things out of. Anyway, never would have expected it. But, and it has the shredded chicken that you would get. In your um, tacos or whatever it may be. The first thing that came to mind when you asked that was fast food at the Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. You think of Dairy Queen, you think of the blizzards and the ice cream and the desserts and the ice cream cake and all that kind of stuff. I like their burgers. Really? They do really good burgers. That's usually not something you think of. John and Madison did want us to know that Keepers Downtown has the burgers. If you go to the Poplar Boulevard location, John, I didn't know they had two locations. Learning new things every day here they do not so don't holler at the waitress if you say rebecca said i could get a burger be kind (laughs) order order euro and be happy but you let us know 601-879-4395 what are those you know unassuming menu items that you've gotten at a local restaurant that other folks should know about and give a try. Patrick in Louisville on the ceasefire text line wants to know, did you say <laughs> you get the margarita all the time or the soup? Both. Both. <laughs> I don't know anybody that walks into a Mexican restaurant and doesn't think about having a margarita. You I may rarely, if ever, think about having a margarita really? in a Mexican restaurant. You may not have one. Now, I may consider having a draft Dos Equis. Okay. It's margarita. It's a Mexican beer. It doesn't have... It's not, it's green. not a margarita. I'm just saying, you don't walk into it and like, ooh, I'm going to order water. I mean, you may order water, but you think about the other options that are there for your said, your said meal. Yeah. Now you make me sound like a lush. Not every day of the week. Stick with us. we got more coming up next. So come on. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. You've got your grand. Yeah, no. 
Welcome back to Good Things. Don't forget we are streaming live on your computer or your mobile device over at supertalktv.com if you'd like to watch or listen that way. Someone reminded us, we're talking about game day, headed to the capital city, but you've also got USM on national TV coming up tomorrow night, and game day is Friday. So there you go. You got, and then you have no, Ole Miss. game day Saturday. Same game, game day Saturday. Ole Miss on primetime, 6.30 Saturday night, and you've got all of Mississippi per this person you can check it or you can just tune into sports talk coming up next i'm sure they have all the times and information correct i do know thursday or tomorrow night is a big night uh in hattiesburg so get out and support that if you if you can and with it being wednesday here on super talk you've got thunder and lightning live coming up tonight at 6 p.m with brian haydad who covers mississippi state like no other so if you haven't listened yet or maybe you forgot then stick around after sports talk. You got Brian and Rhino um, up for that, so that will be a good time. But going back to our conversation about all, not off menu, I say it correctly. I guess unassuming menu items at your favorite place. The meaning menu underdog. The menu. Ah, yes, that could be a whole hashtag. It could be a whole movement. Bringing light to the underdog on the menu, meaning, like someone mentioned, you go to Amerigo's, what do you think of? Spaghetti or noodly things, Italian food. I don't think I've ever been. Okay, it's it's Italian food. <laughs> I was like, wait. No margaritas, no Amerigo's. Maybe it's the central, I don't know. But you you think you're going for Italian food. And this person says, you got to try the ribeye. Right? Like, so when you think of steak, you don't necessarily think of going somewhere to an Italian place. But that would be an underdog menu. That's probably not an underdog price because it's at America's and it's a ribeye. But that doesn't mean that. That explains why I haven't been. <laughs> so Scotty and Pontotox says Spuds and Pontotox has the best burgers. So the name implies you would go for a baked potato. But yet, hey, you know what? The burger is is good to go. Um and that way, Jeff in Oxford says, Pozole at, pozole. at a genuine Mexican restaurant. What is Pozole? What is po- – Jeff, I know you're listening. What is Pozole? You got to let me know. Um, so I can order it at my next Mexican restaurant. Our local Mexican restaurant has beef, liver, and onions on the menu. I never had it myself. Well, here is your underdog push to go and give it a good try. You Although can, only do that if you enjoy beef, liver, and onions. True. I mean, if you don't like it. It can be a bit of an acquired taste. <laughs> if you never had it and said today is the day. Probably wouldn't want to go with the Mexican restaurant version for your first try. <laughs> Gas station version? No. Grandma's version. Yeah. Yeah. Just or that, just just bite the bullet and, and buy it and no. try to cook it uh-uh. on, on your own? No. I would still trust that more than... There's a strange trend going around of people waking up every morning and eating raw beef liver for like a bite for breakfast, not for breakfast as a supplement. And I'm thinking to myself, there are way better ways. People will do anything to keep from doing the simplest things. Which is just eating iron, like having a steak once or twice, you know, a month for... But but I digress. So I'm getting back to this. Patrick in Louisville says, because I mentioned margaritas, lean more towards the ladies. I was referencing like you walk in. No one walks into a Mexican restaurant and doesn't think about a margarita. It's just code word for adult beverage. Fill in the blank for whatever it may be. Would you say that's still a lady thing? That it's it leans towards. 
I can never, Margaritas do, yeah. Yes. I just never looked at margaritas as being sexist towards the ladies. I well, I mean, they're a pastel color of green. They come in frou-frou glasses. <laughs> uh, the best steak someone ever had was in Florence, Italy. So there you go. So that's an underdog. Patrick in Louisville, you named your Mexican bar and grill, and Louisville has the great blackened shrimp salad. I'm going to let you, Rhino, give them, a, give, give them the props to say it right. I have no idea. Okay. So I'm going to guess there's probably not El many. El Paise. LP. Find one with a P. And then order the blackened shrimp salad. Joey and Madison, most restaurants, most Mexican restaurants, ribeye with white cheese poured over it. You could pour white cheese sauce on anything. Yeah, that queso could go on pretty much anything. Some of those Mexican restaurants, they have the most eclectic menu. Have you ever really thought about it? Like, and sometimes you order by the number because maybe the translation is not the best. It's usually from our, we're the ones that are screwing it up. And you're like, there's like 200 menu items on here. Who's got the list of recipes back there? And really, you probably walk back there and there's probably like five dishes of cooked things. And they just put it all together in a different way and then give it to you and call it something else. Well, it's, uh, Meat, cheese, and vegetables wrapped up in a tortilla of some sort. And 99 times out of 100. Yeah, out of, out of those 200, that gets 175 of them. Except for it's the just soup. just how they fold the tortilla or prepare, yeah. Except for the soup and the shrimp. Those are distinctly different underdog menu items. Okay, conversation never ends over on the Good Things Facebook group. We would love to have you. Stick with us, though. you got Sports Talk Mississippi coming up next from 3 to 6. We'll be back with you tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.